Well, if you heard the intro, you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of The Make. This is Trevor DeVage. I'm looking through a camera on my computer at you right now, Dylan. And um, I can't wait till you're back in this room, actually. When is that going to be? I, I would, um, soon. I'll be there for Easter. So and That seems like a long time from now, even though I know it's only two weeks. It, it seems like a long time. This coming Sunday is Palm Sunday, so it's not that far away. It's still a long way, bro. Uh, I mean, I... It's been a long time since we've been in a room together. I don't like this. I know. I know. I, I really, really don't like it. Um, Look, I set your cage up for you, and you haven't visited yet. So that, That's true. I, I've got to get through Easter. Um, like, <laughs> uh, there, you know, bro, this is your world. Like, you, you work in church yeah. world. You know, like, we're in, like, Super Bowl Sunday mode right now, and Super Bowl doesn't just happen on a week. It, it takes some time to, to get that thing prepared. So I know. Um, which oh, I, we are close. We are close. We we are. And that actually really cool, like the week after, um, week after? Two weeks after, um, I get to fly up to Toledo for a day and a half and see my daughter, which was going to be kind of fun. Nice. Um, for my birthday this year, I'm gifting myself the opportunity to go see my daughter. And uh, uh, we're going to go see Lion King for like the hundredth time in Toledo because they open there. And so we get to hang out with Darian and Isaiah and their crew. And it's going to be good, man. So how are things out there on the uh, the West Coast? How are you doing out there in San Diego? I'm, I'm sure it's it's rough life out there with all those views. But, you know, how oh, are you doing? It's, it's torture. It's yeah. torture. Yeah, I'm, I've watched all your little videos and your little reels. and <laughs> My you know, little videos. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's it's just my passive aggressive way of it's saying so passive aggressive. I'm, I'm so mad that you're not here and you're there. Um, but well, man, what are we talking about? It's this is first time in a while. It's just been you and me. Like uh, I know it's we, just the two of us. We should. <laughs> I wish we could play that song right now. I wish you could sing it right now. Yeah, I'm not singing anything right now, bro. Like uh, if I sing right now, I've got to play this, and uh, we're, <laughs> I'm not I'm not train wrecking us with singing. Um, just the two of us right now. But I promise you, everybody listening that knows that song is singing it in their head right now. And so you're welcome for the rest of your day that you've got that in your head. And I hope it's the Will Smith version, not the original. Oh, version. absolutely. Yeah. Um, or or the Dr. Evil and, and Mini-Me version, <laughs> whichever one you prefer. Um, so Dylan, what do you got for us today? What are we talking about today? What are we unpacking on this episode? I feel like because we don't have somebody with us, this episode is going to be like 20 minutes, but you know. We'll see. <laughs> no, we'll just drag out coffee time. That's true. We will. So we are talking about, we actually closed down the series of Difference Makers uh, this past Sunday. We did. Um, how do you feel? I know that that was a big series for you. It was a big series for Pantano, but you were like really emotionally invested. Yeah. You know, for me, like sometimes there's series where you get done with them and you're like, okay, it was good, but I'm glad we're done. Like, yeah. you know that. I mean, you've been around this long enough. Um, in fact, most series, I'm so excited to get to the next series because every series to me is like, it, it literally is like a birthing process. Like we have these conception of ideas and then we have this, basically this growth of an idea. And then, then it hits the stage and you birth this idea. But the problem is now you're pregnant again with another idea. Right. And so, um, uh, sorry for the graphic nature of careful, that, but, but that with those mental images, but that's how I view the process of creating. Um, and, and so and because we plan so far out, I mean, we're, we're literally a year out in front of our schedule. So sometimes 18 months. So we're, we're literally baking these ideas for months and months and months. And then you see them start to piece together and come together. And then literally it does, it feels like you've birthed this thing that you got a lot of investment in and you love it. My problem is, is usually when I get done with the one we're in, I'm so excited about what's coming next. I kind of, I'm ready to be done with this one. This is one of those series 
I could preach six more weeks on this. Like I, I love what we're doing with this difference maker series. Our, I feel like our people have really grabbed a hold of it. We had yesterday, we, we talked about change people or connected people and man, our, just our online queue of people that signed up in room to start the process to become a difference maker at Pantano uh, was through the roof yesterday. We're talking about it in a meeting. I just came out of this morning and man, they're just, people are ready to get connected. And I love that. Um, but at the same time, like I, I want to dig even deeper into it. And, but now we've got Palm Sunday and Easter coming and then, you know, and then we'll be winning the difference makers part two. Yeah. Which honestly, our series kind of build on each other over the course of the year. And so, uh, we've really done that. These are dangerous prayers into difference makers. There was a purpose behind those two building on each other. And then uh, obviously Easter will be actually the theme for Easter this year is this changes everything. And we're going to talk about what that really means. And then, uh, then we go into winning the war on your mind and we're going to deal with like anxiety and anxious thoughts and, uh, and winning that war in the mental capacity. I think in the culture we're in right now, man, there's just so much at war for your mind. And so we're, we're going to, we're going to tackle that a little bit, but this difference maker series, man, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I'm mourning the fact that we're not still in it this next week. If I'm being really honest, um, I, I've really loved this series a lot. It's been, it's my heartbeat too. Like getting people to understand these core values that we have here. They're not just core values we came up with. They're rooted in scripture. And and they're my heartbeat. They're, they're what brought me to Pantano was looking at the core values going, this lines up with my personal value. And uh, I think that's why for me, I, I could I could preach this for another six weeks and be really, really pumped about it. So that's kind of well, where I, I'm at. I think one really cool thing about this series is, you know, it is one of the I don't know, like our average series are six to eight weeks. So I guess it's an average length series. This has been a six week series. Um, but anything over a month to me kind of feels longer, I guess. Yeah. So uh, since we've been in it for six weeks, um, you you have kind of gotten to see people grow, like see people yeah. change. Um, and I mean, if I'm, I'm, if I'm, you know, seeing that on the other side of a screen in our online environments, I know it's got to be felt in the room and locally. Um but one thing you said yesterday was when you've been changed, you can't help but be connected. Yeah. And that's like, yes, like people are constantly changing. And like you you look at the size of our rooted groups and our small groups and things like that, like people want that connection. Yeah. I mean, just look at the size of the the people who want to be connected in the capacity of being a difference maker for, for Easter services or something like yeah. people are hungry for that connection. Yeah. Well, and, and, and sidebar, really cool. you, you mentioned Easter. Uh, I just, we're expecting probably well over 10,000 people to be part of our Easter experiences this year. And we, we can't do that without difference makers. Um, and here's what I know. If that many people show up at Pantano, um, it's going to take an army of difference makers to make sure all these ones that show up on Easter see the love of Christ to come back beyond Easter. Now, here's the thing. You can't just, you can't go, all right, we're going to do that for a week. And then when they all come back the next week, then we're, we'll figure out what's next. Like difference making is not a one week experience. Difference making is the life that you are called to live. And now that doesn't mean like you got to serve 12,000 pancakes every weekend of your life, um, <laughs> which we need you to do on Easter. Uh, that doesn't mean that you have to greet at the same door for the rest of your life. Now, some of you may choose sure. to do that. Um, but what it does mean is like anywhere that I can fill a gap, a hole, uh, a gift set, um, a need in the body, then if I'm a hand and the hand gets severed on the body, then I'm going to go be a new hand in the body. Um, yeah. you know, and you're not, here's, what's great about it. Like to use the body analogy that we talked about yesterday, you're not a prosthesis that's getting added on. 
you actually are a regeneration of whatever's been lost. And like a lizard. Yeah, yeah, we really yes, the church, there's the there's the analogy. <laughs> the church is a lizard. Um if we lose our tail, you could be the new tail. Um uh, I just made everybody the butt of that joke. You see what I did there? That was nice. Um, the horn. Yes, yes. Uh, but the reality is, is like you get grafted into the body, you know, and and your gift is needed. It's not just wanted. You're needed for the body. And well, and that's what I was going to say. One thing that you know we've talked before. I've been in ministry for you know more than ten years at this point in my life. And one thing that I love how well Pantano does this is our difference makers, the people who serve with us, we don't, they're not just here to fill a position. They're not here because like, Oh, well, we were down a camera op and you look like you might want to use a camera. So go over there. It's like, we, we want you here because you want to be here. Like, because you feel you see the value, you know, you add value to this equation. Yeah. I'm not about cattle call. Like I, I, because I think then you get people serving in areas where they're not really gifted or they're not really excited about but you know what? I love the church, so I'll fill a space. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not interested in you filling a space. I'm interested in you in being in a space where your gift set can be used to to fill a space with people that understand why God is using you where you are. And I think there's a big difference in those things. I, I've I, and I've done it in the past in churches where you stand on stage and go, "Man, we need volunteers," you know. And if you don't volunteer, well, we're in trouble. Yeah. There's some truth to that, but the reality is I've just stopped doing that because I really believe that if we compel people with the message of Jesus, they've really been changed by Jesus, then we're going to use your gift set to connect you where your gift set is. So I like I think of like Gina, who did our video announcements this weekend. Um, I, I just I, I, I was talking to someone backstage yesterday and I was like, I, she's doing exactly what she should be doing. She's so good on camera. She... Uh, you know, she should be reading the news to me every morning. You know what I mean? Like she, she's the most welcoming voice. Like, I feel like when I go to Disney world and they show you a welcome video, she should be it. You know what I mean? It's her. Um, like she just, she's in her gift set there and she's got a myriad of other gifts, but she said yes to that place. And and I think about, uh, you know, we've got, I think a Mary that greets at the doors out in the lobby and you know, Mary, like Mary, I I called Mary out from stage a few weeks ago. Um, man, she, she is where she should be. Like it, you, if you put her in a, like an IT closet somewhere, she would be miserable. If you put her backstage where she's nowhere near people, she would be miserable. We put her front center in a lobby. Why? Because she is the most peopley people person I've ever met. And everyone feels welcome. If you've ever walked by Miss Mary in the lobby, you've gotten, a, I'm a, I'm blessed and highly favored. You look beautiful today. I love you. I'm Can I give you a hug? She always leaves lipstick on my cheek. You know, all of those kind of things. Um, she's just the, she's the peopley, peopleist of people, people out there. You know what I mean? I don't know what I just said, but she is, she is fantastic at loving people well. And so why would we put her where she's not? It's like, I've had people go, well, I'm not like, I remember I had a children's pastor in Ohio my first year and he was like, well, I'm not going to ask them because they're teachers during the week in elementary school and they won't want to work on the weekend too. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like you've got elementary teachers that that's their gift. They went to school for it and you're not going to ask them because you think they may tell you no, because that's what they do during the week. Well, yeah. If they tell you no, then that's, that's their decision. That's the worst thing that can happen. They can give you the right of first refusal, but I think sometimes people are, they don't know. So they're just waiting for somebody to go, Hey, so I see you teach at the elementary school. Would you be interested in teaching kids here? 
because if you can have, and you may meet some kids that are sitting in your classroom that are actually sitting on our campus. And now you've got an instant impact in your classroom during the week as a difference maker, because you're making a difference in their life on Sunday and they walk in on Monday and you're their teacher on Monday through Friday too. Now you get six days a week with this kid, not just five. And when you start helping people frame their influence based off of if you work in your gift set here, that will actually translate outside of here. You know, I think of, you know, people that work in our kitchen here on Sunday in our cafe there. I know there's people that are serving people that come through a line that they see at work every day and their friends are going, wait, don't we work together? And it's like, oh yeah, what, what are you doing? Oh man, I, 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 this, I make a difference because I love to cook. So I cook in the kitchen and I serve people out here on Sundays. Yeah. Well, now all of a sudden, Monday through Friday, you've got an open door. Now, instead of serving eggs, you get to serve Jesus all week long to this friend that you've got a connection with. And maybe you're going to infiltrate your office together now because they feel like they got a friend in arms. That when we begin to frame difference making, it may start here on a weekend, but it it will push you and disseminate you out into the community. Um, I think that's well, where that's, change that's people. Drove, that's one thing you drove home really well yesterday is like when when like if you get up in the morning and you say, you know, I'm going to church. Well, the, we, we are the church, right? Church isn't the Pantano campus, right? The church isn't, you know, the East Lake campus, the church that me and Melissa have been, you know, building community with here. Like that, that's not, that's not what the church is. The church is us. Right. Well, when you wake up every morning instead of saying, I'm going to church, you should be saying, I'm going to go be the church. Right. And when you, and when you do come to Pantano on Sunday, you, you, you are going with the church is what you're doing. Well, and like that, that lends itself too to another thing you said yesterday, like we don't just show up to watch, right? Like right. we show up to, to be plugged in, to, to, to make a difference. I know we keep saying make a difference a lot, but it's now part of our DNA. It's always been a part of our DNA. We've just really leaned into it with this series. Um, but like, you're going to be really disappointed if you leave from the campus on a Sunday or whatever other day we're doing a service or an event, yeah. you're going to be really disappointed if you leave there and expect something to be different, but you never plugged in and you're not Correct. there. You're just there to, to take. Well, that's just it. And there's a lot of people in the church that, again, the reason we named this podcast, what we named it is the make is that we want to go from Sunday taking to everyday making. And if, if you're going to be an everyday maker, then that's not just Sunday. Sunday is actually the ramp, the launching point, right? We, we talk about yeah. this. We're launching passion difference makers. So Sundays become our launching pad to launch you Monday through Saturday. Um, and that's, that's our goal is we want to launch you Monday through Saturday. We want to, we want to launch you from here into the community, into your spheres of influence that you would be the church wherever you are. Well, yeah, you like you, the listener listening to this right now, you have influence in in spheres that myself and Trevor will never have. You'll Absolutely. be able to walk into rooms that we'll never be able to walk into and meet people we'll never be able to meet. That that's our job. Right. Like it's not just mine and Trevor's job because like we're on staff at Pantano and, and we're leaders of of a church, you know, in Tucson. That doesn't like that is part of our job is to reach people and to teach people and to lead people, but it's also part of your job too. Yeah. Well, you know where I really, where I really found this was when I was between jobs, when I was between my last job and the job at Pantano, uh, I had this moment where I was like, all right, do I really buy what I've been selling for the last 20 plus years of my life? Um, and the reality is yes, I really do buy what I've been selling. And, uh, I had this moment where I was like, I, I still have a responsibility as a Christ follower to, to be, to be a difference maker, regardless of if I'm on staff or not. 
Yep. And in fact, I would I would argue that when I was in that in between, like that weird flux of like I'm not working and I'm not working, <laughs> uh, which was a few months. I, I had this moment where it was like I was actually in some ways I was more effective because I had one I had margin. That's the first thing. Uh, but two. I was just so intentional about every relationship that I had at that point that I was like, oh, sweet. I can lean into all these. Like I can yeah. lean into uh, guys I golfed with. And so when I found myself in the in-between, like I was still meeting with dudes on like on a regular basis. I was hanging out. Like I'd, I couldn't stay in my house. So I would go, I'd go to local coffee shops and just have meetings with people and keep counseling and investing in people that I still had relational equity with in our community. But then I would go from there, like at seven noon, Lord, go to work. The girls would go to school. I'm like, I'm not going to sit in an empty house all morning. Seven to noon, I'd go sit at this coffee shop, Adesso. I've, we've had their coffee. And uh, I would meet with people. I'd meet with uh, like one woman, her, her, her and her best friend, Michelle. They were part of our church. Michelle lost her husband. Um, and, um, and then her, her friend who went to our church as well, um, her husband's in prison right now and uh, for some crazy stuff. So like once a week, I would meet with them at this coffee shop. We'd sit down and uh, it, Susan was her name and, and we would sit and we'd have coffee and I would just counsel them through what they were going through. Um, and then I had an, another friend that we would meet a couple times a week at the coffee shop that, right after them. So I like seven to noon, I'm like, I've just told Chuck, the owner of the coffee shop, I'm like, this is my new office for like the next three or four months. And he was like, great, that's awesome. Um, then I got to know his staff and then I got to it, it pour into them. And, uh, then, then from like noon to three or four, I'd go to the golf course and I'd find guys that didn't know Jesus that I've known for a decade. and play golf with them and very intentional. Like, yeah, I love playing golf with them, but those conversations became so more intentional for me because now I wasn't like, I wasn't professional Christian anymore. I was just Christian, you know? Well, and that, like that kind of lends itself to what I just said too. Like you as the listener, you you may have a leg up on us like i you know we sit in in offices and meetings with a bunch of other christians a bunch of like-minded people and that's awesome and and i love our staff and i love that that we get to be in that environment but i don't know if you're like me trevor like i i've been doing this for so long that you know for a season i went back and had a job in corporate america it it's kind of a a, a culture shock because yeah what i'm used to is sitting in these rooms and these environments and these spaces with people who think almost just like me. Um, and so it, it's really easy um, to fall into the trap to think that everyone thinks just like me and everyone right. loves Jesus and follows Jesus. Um, well, the reality is even the people sitting in our churches are not that way. Right. In fact, and I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement. I don't think they all should be. Like, I, I really believe a third of our church should be people fully committed like ready to rock. I think that in my opinion, this is a healthy makeup of the church, a third of your church locked and loaded, ready to roll difference makers getting after it. I think there's another third of your church that um, they're not that far in, but they're in, but they're, they're still trying to figure it out. And then I think another third of your church should be a bunch of people that have no clue. They, yeah. they don't believe like you believe they, they don't understand this Jesus thing. Um, but they're there, they're trying to figure it out. And I think that healthy, and it, obviously those ratios. Now I know a lot of people are like, well, we want everybody to feel it. You're right. I do want everybody to, to be fully engaged. But if everybody in our church is fully engaged, then I don't think we're reaching anybody. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like it, it, you thread the line then of like becoming a country club. Correct. And I, I don't I, like, yes. Do I want every person that shows up here engaged with Jesus? Absolutely. Here's what that means. If you get fully, fully connected because you've been changed, 
then you should be so jacked up about your life change. I talked about this yesterday, that you get so connected that it's not connected so you can just do everything in the church. You become so connected to Jesus that you're like, I want to, I, I, I didn't even know what this was like two years ago, and now look at my life. And, and you go out, and now you're like, I'm going to bring somebody in with me. Well, guess what? When they come in, they don't have a clue, and that's okay. I don't need them to have a clue. We'll, we'll give them clues. We, yeah. we will. I'll give them more than clues. I'll give them answers. Like I, and if I don't have the answer, I'll help them figure out what questions to ask because it's not always about just finding an answer either. It, and I know the answer is Jesus. I know. Somebody will send me a message like, the answer is Jesus. It's true. But they, they may not get to the answer of Jesus till they go through like 20 other questions to get to that answer. That's right. okay because when you create a healthy environment of change, what happens is when you get changed, you want other people to experience it. It's like the guy we talked about yesterday that Jesus healed of being filled with demons. Um, it, you know, the the beauty of that story is when he, he's like, Jesus, I want to get on the boat with you. And Jesus is like, no, you're not getting on the boat with me. Um, now, part of me is like, was Jesus like, man, we ain't going to worry about it. We don't have enough life vests, bro. Like, you can't come. Um, but then Jesus walks on water. I'm like, do you need life vests? Jesus is on the boat. You know. Do you have uh, a mental picture of Jesus in a life vest now? We no, but I feel like you're going to make a picture of it for me. Cause I if, want a t-shirt. I do too. Jesus is my life vest. <laughs> oh, that's like Jesus junk merch right there, man. Um, but sidebar, your wife sent me a message this last week on Instagram and uh, it had to do with the Christmas card that you sent me. <laughs> if you listen to the show, you may know that Dylan and I are going to send out a Christmas card this year um, where I, uh, Dylan has me in a <laughs> in a in a baby carrier on the front of him, and uh, it it's bro, it's one of the most hilarious pictures I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, I I I look at it and just giggle because first of all, I don't know how my head is so proportional to that baby's body. I was shocked. I yeah, me too. I've got the head the size of a baby's. Um, I also don't understand why your head doesn't match anything on the body. Like it's like you, you died, like your head's gray, and then the rest of the body is like full color. Oh, so you're, I didn't I didn't do any color correction to it, and the more I stared at it, I'm like, I could fix this, but I think fixing but it's it so worse. funny, not fixed. And so, uh, so Melissa sends me this message, and she was like, I am I, I'm I'm quoting this badly, and I can't remember where she sent it, so I'd go find it. But she was like, I'm so disturbed. I just walked in. This is what I see my husband doing. Uh, she goes, I do not want your Christmas card. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to make 500 of them and just randomly send them to her all the time. Like just, <laughs> just every day, like every other day she gets a card from, from somebody and she opens it and it's that picture every time. I just think that would be I, hilarious. I would love to send it to her work address on base and then it would have to go through oh, the mail room. Bro. But do it where like the postage just goes on the back of the card. Like it's not even in an envelope. Oh, like a postcard. Like a yeah. postcard. <laughs> <laughs> like every, like every week she gets a postcard with that picture on it. And it's just, it's just a note from one of us, like missing you right now. <laughs> it's the new equivalent to, we've been trying to reach out to you regarding your car insurance. Yes. Yes. Or your, your extended car warranty. Even better. Like, I think you should just send it to her like every week. And it's like, I can't wait for our baby boy to get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause apparently my head is the size of a baby's, um, proportionally, uh, and if you really want to see this image, maybe we have to throw it on uh, the, the make. We'll put it on the Instagram. We, we, we should put it on the uh, on the gram for all you youngers out there. Uh, we, we'll put it on the gram. Uh, it, it, Dude, it's the most hilariously disturbing photo, I think, that I've 
I've seen. Um, and the fact that you just threw that together so quickly, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you will notice there's not a lot of great Photoshop work done on it. Other than Uh-oh. the fact our, our heads are on a baby and a, and a grown man wearing a baby on the front of him. And so, um, I, I don't even know what we were talking about before that, but, um, <laughs> be a change maker. A change maker? <laughs> yes. Uh, go make a change in someone's life. Be a difference maker. Uh, uh, that's hilarious. You, you know what? We we had so much series going on. I, I think it's time. Uh, it's, it's Monday. When you're hearing this, it's Wednesday. Or unless you haven't figured out, listen to it on Wednesday, then it's probably like a random Thursday afternoon. <laughs> and you, for those of you that just stumbled upon this podcast, you're like, what is this? Uh, we don't Go back really and listen to some other episodes we, and, and then you still won't know. So, um, if you, and if you just somehow the audio glitched and just took you to this, like what we just talked about and you're like, wait, what? You're a baby. Yes. I'm, I'm Will Ferrell in that skit where he's born as a full grown man. Um, hey, everyone's someone's baby. So. <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, so coffee time, um, uh, we might as well just slam our heads against the window and transition into that right quick. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I will say though, Dylan, like, first of all, if you don't follow Dylan on like Instagram, social media, um, you should, um, at Dylan Mitchell, is it Dylan Mitchell? Um, Dylan underscore. It's take all the vowels out of it. That's right. There's Dylan underscore Mitchell. This no is Dylan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell. <laughs> it's, it's like you can't use your tongue when you, when you go find it. Uh, he'll put it. He, I need you to put a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay. Um, actually, the content that you create, first of all, you create a lot of really cool coffee content. Um, and now you're just taunting me with that coffee. I see you guys can't see him. I'm, I'm looking at him on a Zoom call, and uh, he is he's drinking. I, I could, and you got this above you. Like I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm looking down on you right now. I feel bad. Like you are you are little Dill right now, little Dill. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm way up here and looking down, like, and you're looking up. That's what's funny because you're looking up at your camera and I'm looking down at mine. So it's like, hey, well, the way my monitor is like, it's raised up because I do so much like editing during the day. I don't yeah. want to have to like bend my neck down. So the camera is, yeah. you know, so, a foot taller than I, me. Yeah, I understand. Well, that yeah, that's true, which is ironic because I'm the baby above the two of us and I'm looking <laughs> down on, on my father right now. Um, so you, you've been posting some really legit coffee content on your Instagram, like you're showing your morning process, you're showing how you brew, like all that kind of stuff, which you've done in the past. But then this week you, you kind of took it to another level and you found a new spot in San Diego. Yeah. And, um, now we've got, we've got our, our all time favorite in San Diego that how we became friends. We've talked about on the show over James coffee. Um, where would you rank the new place with James? Neck and neck. Neck and neck. Ooh, that's a strong statement. It, it really is. Um, so this new place is called Necessity Coffee. Uh, it's a brand new shop. Uh, if you're around San Diego, if you know San Diego well, it's in Encinitas. Um, how just far, like how far is that from you? The coast. Uh, it's a 30-minute drive from me. Oh, that's not, that's bad. not bad. No, we're right next to a toll road, so it's not too bad of a drive. Um, brand new, though. Uh, last week was their first week operating, and uh, Melissa actually knows the wife um or maybe sister-in-law of one of the owners um i don't remember the exact connection um but they went to school together at vanguard and costa mesa um and she was like i can't go with you because i'm working but you should go check out this shop and um she knows she knows my style she knows what i like and so usually if she refers me somewhere i'm like oh that's a pretty good pretty good catch because i I wouldn't have caught this probably um 
really, really great shop, really great guys. Um, the owners are the only two guys behind the bar right now. They're the only two employees. Um, and so if you're passing through, they're open seven to two um, Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. So really great spot to check out. But uh, I did pick up a box of coffee while I was there and I am really enjoying it right now. So, so tell me what you're actually drinking today. I'm guessing that's what you're drinking this morning. Yes. And if you go and watch my last reel on Instagram, it was actually me making that. Um, but it's necessity coffee and it is a Costa Rican. Um, tasting notes are cranberry, red wine, and nougat. Nougat. It's nougat. That's like a, like three musketeer. That's a that's a fun word, by the way. It, to have nougat in your coffee. <laughs> nougat. No, it, it's a very good coffee. Um, I'm using the V60 to make it, okay. um, which is what we gave away on the show. Yep. Um end of last season i think um we probably need to do another giveaway by the way i was thinking we'd do one like really really for spring so i guess we're like right on that yeah well the first day of spring was last week so um we're just i got away from me yeah way to go we'll make an easter basket oh yeah (laughs) that would be hilarious (laughs) easter coffee basket but all the coffees and eggs we get plastic (laughs) eggs to just put coffee beans in them I'm, I'm not, not opposed to it. I mean, I, I don't want to fill them. Like, I mean, I don't know if you got that kind of time. I got time to be filling eggs with coffee beans, man. I'll it, run overtime for the week of Easter. It, either like, that or either, the eggs filled. either that or we just, we grind all the coffee and put it in eggs, but then you use the egg as a mini pour over and you, you let it just filter. Out. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. I hey, do not endorse this. I'm not going to lie. This is how genius ideas come to be, though. You start saying stupid stuff like this, and then you're like... No, no, that's where K-Cups came from. You're describing a K-Cup. No, 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 no. That is exactly what you're describing. No, that's not true. It's no. a plastic egg with ground coffee in it. No, but we send it fresh, and you have to brew it that day. If you don't, we want it back, and you're banned from coffee for life. <laughs> That's our business model. It's going to be great. It's going to be successful. We'll have absolutely no no return customers. Oh no, not, not at all. This but through this now. But I'm just saying, if you sell like sell a million of those for a buck, you have a good year. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, uh, you know, you run it in some weird Instagram ad like you see all the time. You ever buy crap on Instagram that you're like, I don't yes. even I don't even need that, but I got this ad. It looks cool, and then you get it, and you're like, it is nothing like the ad. This is awful. I did that with a pair of pants once. I'm like, I bought a pair of pants my size. They showed up, and I don't. Apparently they thought I was the baby in the picture that you photoshopped because I don't know what grown man could wear these pants, but (laughs) (laughs) I ordered my size and they were not my size. I'm just going to say that. Um, But if you sell enough of that stuff on like on Instagram, man, we sell like a million of those little eggs with ground coffee in them, you know, call it your, uh, call it your lucky Easter basket. And Um, it's an excellent idea. (laughs) You're punny. So you necessity, is that the only coffee you've had from there? Is that, is that coffee? Uh, Actually, so like we've talked about before, my baseline drink to kind of get a feel for a coffee shop is a Cortado. So whenever I went in, I sat down and had a Cortado. Um, By the way, you converted me on that a little bit. Really? Yeah. Uh, when I went to Exo the first time, I actually got a Cortado. Nice. And then I went back to the counter and got Americano before I walked out the door. Um, yeah. So no, that's like, usually what I'll do is like, I'll get the Cortado and if I like it and it passes my, you know, quote unquote test, um, and then I'll grab another drink while I'm there. And it was actually really cool because since they're still brand new, they're doing a lot of product photography. Um, and actually, I, I think I understood it right. The, they had a videographer in doing some videos of them, you know, pulling shots off of the machine and stuff like that. And I think this guy also does video work for James. Oh, sweet. Um, which is pretty cool. But they were 
doing a video making one of their signature drinks. Um, and it's it's called the three day weekend. Um, and it's like their take on a Mai Tai, um, just a coffee version of a Mai Tai. Wait, is this what you posted the other day? Yes. Okay, so tell everybody about this drink because I'm intrigued. I need to I need to like look up the actual description of it uh, so I don't get it wrong. Um, you can't get it wrong because it, it's so right. It, it's so good. Um, Just the picture, of, like I'm I'm an aesthetic guy. I know you are too, um, which you should be because you're a design guy. Uh, but I I legitimately like when you sent me the picture of that drink. I was like, I don't even care if it tasting good. I'll drink that whole thing because it looks so good. <laughs> No, it's very good. And it's served in a really cool glass. Um, so for, for for their description, it says, this drink starts uh, with our single origin Colombian espresso, uh, which reminds us of bright citrus and brown sugar. We then add fresh lime juice, fresh mint, and uh, it's shaken and double strained into a beautiful glass and served with a lime and mint sprig. So would you say it's shaken, not stirred? Yes. Very James Bond. By the way, my favorite movie franchise of all time, James Bond. So just giving you a little glimpse into my life. Dude. So it's it's a very, very great drink. So, Um, so tell me when you're, so obviously you had one. So talk to me about it. What was like, because the mint throws me off. Like Like in a bad way? Well, not in a bad way, just in a interested way. Um, Is it overpowering? Like, cause in my head, I think like Kentucky Derby mint julep, like we about to get minty fresh. So that's funny because when I think mint julep, I think of the mint julep at Disneyland um, in New Orleans Square. And for me, that mint julep is not overpowering. So I guess it's really like if mint is a is a taste that you like, um, you'll enjoy it. But to me, it's not overpowering. Um, it's it's more on the side of refreshing. Um, so how does it pair with those other those other flavors, though? It was just a really nice, nice experience. Um, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It was. Like presentation wise, it was beautiful to look at. Um, and like it, it's always encouraging, like as you see a new business open, a new coffee shop open, like they're super proud and they have high standards and they, they want to make sure that the stuff they're putting out is beautiful. Um, but with these guys in this shop, I really have a feeling that as they grow older and you know, a year from now and they've got other baristas working, that they're still gonna strive after that uh excellence. So the drinks are still going to look the same. They're still going to taste the same. So that's that's really that's something I'm looking forward to. I mean, for what it's worth, right now I'm watching your reel while we're on the podcast. Let's be real. Uh, uh, I'm I'm just watching your reel on Instagram, and I I'm a little jealous right now. Um, Did you actually post a photo of that that drink? I think you did, didn't you? Oh, there it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, that drink. That's another thing that I've been super intentional about lately is grabbing my uh, Fuji X100S and just taking it out. Whenever I go places like a coffee you, shop. You know what I need to pull back out is my Canon M50. I love that yeah. little camera. It's a little workhorse. I've actually got a a, a, a really good lens on it, um, not a stock lens. And uh, you, you know what's funny? I haven't touched any of my camera gear since I've been in Arizona. Like you should I, check out the Pantano Photographers Group. There's some pretty cool guys in there. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I well, said I that. Tried to plug it. I said that very like like I'm not in support. Like I'm very much in support. Um, I'm weird when it comes to those kind of creations. though, for me though, like creating, like I, it's kind of like going to the gym for me. I don't I don't do well in groups of people. Like working out, like I don't work out well with people. Like that's why I, I can't do CrossFit. I couldn't go to Orange Theory. I just don't care what you're doing in the gym. Like I, it's not that I don't care. I just when I go to the gym, like I'm laser focused on. It's like a moment where I just in my own headspace. When I go to create stuff, like. Now, I had a photography business on the side in Dallas and, and a little bit in Ohio. 
and obviously I had clients and when you're doing that, it's a little different, but when I go to just create for me, like I, I don't do well creating with other people. It's, I don't know why, like, it's a weird, like now, like if you and I went out and you grabbed your camera, I grabbed mine, we go walk a city. Like, I think we would have fun together. Like I could do that. Um, but we've got so much relational equity that it would just be a fun day for us. But I think from the standpoint of like getting in it, like, and I, I would agree. I think our photographers group here is awesome. Like I, I probably will go check it out at some point just because I love the creation piece. Um, but I struggle in groups like that when you go on, like, then you almost feel the need to like figure out how to create with a group, which is probably yeah. part of it. Right. And, um, it's just weird. Like, I, I don't know why it's so weird. Those things for me, I didn't mean to say it like in disdain, like it's, uh, it's actually a really good plug. If you like photography, we actually do have a really good group here of people. Who leads that group? Do you know? Actually, don't. Aaron would know. A, a- Ron? By the way, yeah. when's he going to be on the podcast? Soon. Aaron he says he's got a coffee game for us to play. So he's got, Oh, he's got a coffee game. Yep. He's made a game for us to play. It's probably Folgers or not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be a really easy game for us to play. It'd be over really quick. Yeah, the one that tastes like armpit. That's or we'd be really embarrassed and we'd be like, we'd be exposed. Or it'd be like, the tasting people. notes are so amazing on this. And it's like, that's Maxwell House. Great. Oh, that's dear. chicory. That's chicory coffee. Um, <laughs> that's in the yellow can. Um, it's been ground since you were a child. Um, it's not fresh at all. We found it underground in a, in a missile silo, actually. Yeah, actually uh, out, out of New Mexico. And, and it's, uh, it's actually nuclear. Actually, it's got a <laughs> nuclear reaction in it. And uh, well, you're going to die. Um, or you're going to be a superhero. We haven't figured out which yet. Um, chicory. Uh, I feel like we should just do a commercial for all the worst coffees. Chicory, where where you can have nuclear nuclear power inside of you. Chicory. You too can be powered by nuclear fuel. You too can be dug out of the ground like chicory <laughs> coffee. Um, actually, this morning I had the um, the Guji from Presta, and was actually a uh, a. I got, I felt like I was making a bad drug deal backstage this weekend. Um, Steve and Joe brings me a little bag of coffee and he was like, smell this. So I'm like, it's always a weird moment when there's other people around and somebody hands you a baggie and then says, smell this. Um, but I did. And man, it smelled fantastic. And so I took my little baggie of uh, coffee drug over to my office this morning and, uh, it's really good. Have you had the, the Guji from, I've had one of their Gujis before, but not this, not this season. It, it's really good. Um, and I, obviously I don't have the bag with all the tasting notes on it, but I, I'll tell you, it was very bright. There was a lot of, um, really floral tones, but really, it was really smooth. Like it was not overbearing. Uh, I actually ran it through the Kalita. I haven't used my Kalita in a while. And this morning I was like, I'm gonna use the Kalita. I like the Kalita wave. It's just, it's one of the most portable, easiest ways to really do coffee and I may do the rest of it through the AeroPress this afternoon just see how it does through an AeroPress because I've not done that in a while um because I'm not making it for like 20 people he only gave me I say only he gave me like 36 grams of coffee so it's like uh, the Kalita took 21 and uh then I'll use the rest of the AeroPress today uh but it, it's really if you want to get if you're here locally in Tucson Presta is one of our favorites and um the Guji's really good uh it's really really good so that that it's was on my tasting notes today. The grand opening for Yellow Brick's new space is on April 1st. Um, I feel like that's a joke. Uh, it's not. They're like, actually, it was May 31st, March 31st. Just joking. They've actually been doing a lot of uh, soft openings from what I've seen, but I did see them. Post where, is, where is that new location? Do you know? Um, it's closer to Midtown, I think. So kind of closer to us. 
A little. It's probably going to be the closest thing to Pantano. Yeah. It's so the one out there off like Alvernon that area that's kind of in like that little like industrial area. That's yeah. That's not. It, that won't be closer to us, will it? No. Okay. Because that's and also one. I would say just from what I've seen on their Instagram, like the the new cafe that they've built. Um, that they're doing the grand opening for is just way better to looks like a way better place to go and sit and hang out than the one over in that industrial complex. Yeah. That's not a, I, I mean, the coffee's great, but that spot's not great. Um, right. you know, I need, I, what is that? Is there Instagram just yellow brick coffee? Uh, should be. I feel like then Dorothy should pop up with like the tin man. When I say that, um, they actually have some really cool, uh, Carter mugs that have the yellow brick pattern on them, and it's like a yellow Carter with uh, silver really? bricks on it. It looks like a yellow brick road. Really? Well, that's fun. Yeah. So their grand opening, they're on uh, Country Club Road, North Country Club Road. Yes. So that's a. Uh, it's North Country Club and uh, Speedway. Oh. Well, that's not that far at all. No, it's actually, huh. like I said, probably the closest thing. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. If they're open on April 1st. Oh, there's their yellow brick, uh, their Carters. I like that. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that is really cool. Well, we just, uh, we've talked a lot about coffee, like you said we were going to do. Uh, <laughs> we, we just spent a good 20 minutes. To, well, it wasn't all coffee. I mean, you don't always get toddler Christmas cards with my face on them, but when you do, it's in the middle of our podcast. Uh, so anything else on the coffee front you got, Dylan, today before? Uh, uh, let's, let's talk about what's next. Great. Well, let me uh, get us out of this. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, I know our listeners probably don't care about this, but I do. What ca- what camera are you using for this? For for this podcast? Yeah, because I like it. You look you look high def. Oh, it's the uh, camera built into the new Apple Studio display. Really? Uh huh. It's the built in camera. Really? So it moves with you. Yeah. Is it got a little Oculus Ocu- like a little Oculus inside the camera? I'm trying to understand. So the new iPads um, have, it's called center stage. So if you sit your iPad on a table, same thing, the camera will track with you. It's it's basically cropping in. And then as you move, it widens the... the really? The, I wish my new iPhone did that. It'd be pretty cool if it did. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that in a software update. That would be awesome. But yeah, this camera is really great for Zoom meetings, FaceTime and all that. Fun I wonder stuff. if they could do that in a software update or if it has to be hardware. I think it's hardware. Otherwise, I think all the devices would have it. I don't think our listeners care. Okay, let's talk about what's going on in Pantana. I, just, <laughs> I, I got really, I got really like locked in on that for a minute. Like, I, I need to know some things, you know. Um, so, what do we got coming up, Pantano? There, Mister uh, Communications Guy. What's happening around here? I mean, I don't know if you've heard, but Easter is like, like soon. What is this Easter you speak of? I know it's somebody told me about it. Somebody, Look, bro, you were on the punt. Hold on, dude. You were on the pun train today. That's not even the derail. You're just riding the, the pun train today. Okay, um, okay. I'll hop off of it. Okay. Oh, is that another pun? Talking about Easter? You're going to hop off? Easter Bunny? You see what we did there? Um, <laughs> yeah, Easter's coming up. April 9th. Um, but Bro, it in, is two weeks away. In our haste to celebrate Easter, uh, I don't want to run over Palm Sunday because that is this coming Sunday. It is, and it's going to be a fantastic Sunday. You don't want to miss this weekend. It's going to be really, really good. Um, so for people who are who are new to this this Jesus thing and new to our podcast, like tell them what Palm Sunday is about. 
Yeah, well, it's not about going to the beach. I can tell you that. Um, as much as I've tried to make it that, it is not. Uh, Palm Sunday is literally, it's the triumphal entry of Jesus. Like Jesus comes in and he comes in riding on a donkey and there's like, there's all this symbolism around it. Like he doesn't come in on a colt. He comes in on, or come in on a, a, a big white horse. He comes in on a donkey and um, it, it's really, it's leading up to the crucifixion and they're, they're laying palm branches on the road and they're screaming Hosanna. They think they're ushering him in as king, humanly speaking. Um, Jesus knows that this triumphal entry is actually, this begins the passion week for him to, to basically take the road to, to death is what it really is. Um, so basically from Palm Sunday to Friday, you know, it becomes one of the darkest weeks in the history of the church. Um, but it's through that darkness. This is what I love about the dichotomy of Jesus is, is through the darkness that he knows light is going to be seen, um, which then leads us into good Friday, which then leads us into Easter Sunday. And we do have a Good Friday experience again this year. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, it's on uh, Friday before Easter. What is that, the 7th? And it 7th. is uh, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's a come and go experience. 777. So, seven, seven, seven. I like that. I like it. It's like a number of completion. It's almost heavenly. So you should you should show up here anytime. You can come uh, anytime from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, we have it's an experience like last year with a little more added to it. But it's a it's self-guided experience. And I'll tell you, last year we had like 800, 900 people come through it. And yeah. um, it was fantastic. I, I was here for that week. I'd flown in for Easter week and was here for Palm Sunday. And, um, man, it was just so cool. I came up here and hung out for a couple hours last year. And it was just fun to watch people come in and have that experience with their family. You can do it as an individual. You can do it with your kids. Uh, we've got bilingual options for it. Uh, we've got everything in English and in Spanish. It is, it is super cool to come hang out and be a part of. I would highly encourage you to do that if you've not had an opportunity to check it out. Absolutely. Um, and then on Easter Sunday, that's actually Baptism Sunday too. It is. And uh, man, we've got in person on site at the Houghton location, we've got 7, 9, 11, and 1. By the way, we've got, we've got children's stuff going on at all of those services. So we've got something for your kids at all of those services. Same worship experience. And it's Baptism Sunday, so we'll be doing baptisms at all hours. And um, last year, I think we had 90 baptisms Easter Sunday. Um, I'm anticipating God's going to do even more than that this year. I'm really excited about uh, what's going to happen this Easter Sunday. Uh, I, I love baptisms on Easter almost more than any other time of the year because there's something beautiful about celebrating the resurrection of Jesus and celebrating the resurrection of new life in you. And I think it's just such a cool moment to have that. And so if you've been contemplating baptism or been thinking about it, I would highly encourage you to sign up for baptisms on Easter Sunday because it's such a cool moment. And uh, I think it launches you in a different way. I, I'm not saying it doesn't other times, but there's just something about that, that Resurrection Sunday. It's so symbolic in that moment that yeah. if you've been contemplating it all, I would highly encourage you to sign up. You can go to our website, go to Next Steps, and you can sign up to be baptized there. And we would love to be a part of that journey. Um, and then the week after that, we start a brand new series, um, winning the war on our minds. And it's actually, there's a book called winning the war on your mind. And it's a, I've read it. It's a great book, but there's all these biblical principles on how we can deal with anxiety, how we can deal with all the mental stuff that we're dealing with. Uh, I don't know about you coming out of the pandemic. Like I, I'm pretty strong mental dude. Anyhow. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm either really strong mentally or I'm just really not that smart. So it just looks strong because I'm not smart enough to not be. Um, but I know coming out of pandemic and just the world changed and then we went through a major move and we went through, I mean, all sorts of stuff. And man, I've really just, that book helped 
paired with scripture, work me through some of the, just the mind stuff that we deal with. And so I can't wait for that series after Easter. It's going to be really good. Be a really good one. The art style for it's really cool too, just from a. Yeah. And we've got, there's like some, uh, some stuff we're going to have on big screen in the room too, that I, I can't wait to see. Not to mention our, um, our gospel rescue mission, Pantano Anywhere site is off and kicking. We've been three weeks down there. God is already doing some cool stuff down there. And uh, Easter Sunday, we will have a 6 p.m. service at Gospel Rescue as well. So if um, if you're one of our difference makers down there, I can't wait for you to experience that down there as well. But it's it's going to be a great Sunday. I cannot wait for Easter. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite weekends of the year, for sure. So what else you got, well, Dill? Those are the big ones. Uh, Global Leadership Summit, that is coming up. It uh, is. And I know it's August, but sign up now because uh, yeah. it's it's time early early registration i think goes through may is that right first part of may um something like that it's on our it's on our website as well you can you can sign up for global leadership summit i would say if you if you have any leadership or desire to be a leader whatsoever you should figure out a way to get a global leadership summit it's uh it's a fantastic opportunity to lean in with some of the best leaders in the world and they they really do a great job uh, we are a simulcast site. It's actually hosted in Chicago, but we're a simulcast site for it. And uh, I would say, bring your if you if you work in the the business sector, bring bring your team, bring your um, bring some of your staff, or bring some of your coworkers, uh, bring your boss. Uh, we've got we've actually one of our guys here at our church. He's bringing some of his coworkers and his boss is flying in because they they're not based in Tucson. That's awesome. So yeah, there, I think there's going to be five or six of them here for it, which I'm really excited about that. Um, so don't think this is just for like, man, all my, all my people live outside of here, man. I would tell you go to your company and say, Hey, I'd, I'd like us to be, you know, for a small investment, you could, you could spend a couple of days with your team and have a great experience. Um, yeah. so GLS coming in August, be a part of that. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else Dylan that we've got? I feel like there's something I'm missing. Rooted launches in May. That's right. So. Rooted a lot. I, I feel like we're always talking rooted. Um, it always feels like it's launching, um, or, or celebrating, uh, so celebration is in April and then, uh, we launch right away again in May. And so, um, if you have not signed up for rooted, you can actually do that. And, uh, I think it's live on our website now. Is it not Dylan? It um, I think sure. you can sign up now. So groups are available, uh, get signed up, get in rooted. Uh, here's what I'll tell you. I tell everybody this, if you go through the 10 week experience, give 10 weeks to us. And I know some of you like 10 weeks. Listen, I, I, I understand, but I usually can find time to give time to the things that I need in my life or that I want in my life. Make this a want and a need in your life for 10 weeks. It, and literally, I promise you, it will change the way that you do your faith. Um, you want to talk about change people or connected people. You want to figure out how to walk through life change and get connected. Rooted is that thing. That is your connector. Um, and I promise you it'll get you into some community with some people as well, which is where life change really takes place. So definitely sign up for that'll be in the show notes of all this, I'm assuming, Dylan. And uh um you can sign up at all those beautiful places. Um so Dylan, what else you got? Anything else today? And that's it. What do you what do you it. we've gone on for fifty minutes, but yeah. But what are you doing the rest of the day? I mean, it's Monday, it's March twenty seventh. It's beautiful here in Tucson today. It's gonna be eighty here on Wednesday. I mean, it's nice. It's perfect. It's almost San Diego esque. Almost heaven? Almost heaven. Almost. It's more like heck, but it's almost heaven. Yeah. You didn't catch it. What? Do, I, I didn't. Sorry, it's Monday. What did I miss? Almost heaven, West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. Sorry. A little slow. A little slow on the gun today. It's Monday morning. Uh, um, I, I actually have a couple of Easter assets that I need to finish up, so I'll be working on those for probably the rest of the day now. Awesome. Um, 
well, I'm I'm in meetings all day. Like this, uh, for whatever whatever reason, Monday today became uh, one of those death by meeting days where I just go boom, 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 uh, and then tomorrow I kind of do the same thing. And uh, and then Tuesdays are my death by meetings. And then Wednesday, like half the day. Um, and then by the time I get to like one o'clock on Wednesday, I'm like, cool. Yeah. Do we have do we have nap time in the middle of the day? That'd be awesome. Let's have a nap time. Um, I'll but, put a, I'll put a poll in the show notes for all of our adult listeners, which is probably everyone. I don't think there's any kids listening to our podcast. Um, but if you are, hey, I'm glad you're here too. Yeah. Um, adults, do you wish we had nap time still? Yes, because I do. There are days where I really around I, three o'clock is when I'm making my second cup of coffee, and every time I make my second cup, I'm like. You know, you know why I think we want nap. Na- I think I know why I want nap times as an adult. I think this is. I think God, God smites me a little bit on this, and uh, don't hold me theologically to that statement. But because I fought naps as a child, oh, na- you were one of those. Now I want to take a nap, and God's like, no, I gave you an opportunity for naps. Like, sorry, um, you know. So uh, here's my problem, though. If I take a nap in the middle of the day, I'm up all night. You're ruined. I'm up all night anyhow, but I'm really up all night if I take a nap. And so I'm like, I used to Sundays when I get done preaching, like it, preaching hangovers are a real thing. Like I, I get done preaching and I'm like, I feel like somebody kicked me in the face and, you know, I feel like a drunk orangutan and I just don't, I, my arms don't work. You know, um, I used to go home and just take a nap and well, I didn't take a nap. I would take a nighttime. Like I'd go home and lay down on the couch like one and wake up like six 30. And then I couldn't figure out why I was still awake at 4am. So now yeah. on Sundays, I just stopped doing that. Like I, I literally have to go do something Sunday afternoon. Like I, I went and played golf with some guys in our church yesterday afternoon. And I'm like, I've got to go do something to just keep going because if not, I'll crash and burn. And then I'm, I'm nothing good for the rest of the week. So no, no nap time for me. Um, but then every once in a while, there's something about crawling in your bed in the middle of the day and closing <laughs> the blackout blinds and sleeping. Uh, I've not done that in years, but uh, that sounds really good today. And I don't have the time to do it today. I won't tell anyone if you miss your meetings. Yeah, the problem is, is everybody will know. <laughs> You're not one of those people who can't just show up and not be noticed. Yeah, being that I'm leading three of those meetings, I, <laughs> I probably, probably, and I called them. So I, I yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess you have yeah, to be there. I probably ought to be there. Well, hey, we're so thankful for all of you. Do us a favor, if you would, would you share this podcast if you if you love listening to the make, even if you kind of mediocre listen to the make. You, you're like, if you don't like it, don't tell anyone about if it. If you're kind of just like, eh, it's just something I put on the background. I, I don't really listen, but um, it's there. Um, or we you soothe your children to sleep with our lovely voices. I, I don't know what you for their nap times that they won't do anyhow. Um, but if you if you enjoy the podcast, do us a favor. If you would share this, maybe leave a review for us over on Apple. Um, that that actually kind of moves it um, in the weird algorithms of the internet, uh, so more people get exposed to it. Um, and Dylan, I'm just thankful for you as a co-host, man. We we have a lot of fun on here. Um, this is really somebody asked me the other day, like, so you guys really that way in real life together too? I'm like, oh, even worse. Absolutely. Like even worse. Like it's more <laughs> out of control when we're together. Um, it's actually probably good here in San Diego because Tucson's not able to really contain the two of us in the same city. So, um, but I, I'm just thankful for you, man. Thankful for your family. Um, as always, tell my uh, tell my little sister out there um, that I'm going to send her a Christmas card every day of her life for the rest of this year. <laughs> I still think we got to do that, bro. Like that's just funny. I know she's going to hear this. Um, I think she's you ought one to, of our four listeners. So. I think you ought to just print like a thousand of them and just start putting them in random places. <laughs> just she'll open one as a Christmas present every year for the rest oh, of her life, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed like no matter where we are in the world bro like she needs that christmas card uh, every year <laughs> every year uh well buddy i hope you have a great day i can't i can when do you come to town when are you gonna be here um 
week of week of Easter. So that whole week. So you get in like Monday, Sunday, when you get here? Monday, yeah. So like oh like a week from today. Yeah. Will we be in this room together next Monday? You will. Wait, what? <laughs> We're gonna be in this room together next Monday? Yeah. We're having live coffee time? Yeah. Oh man. Don't hey, if you miss this week, which you won't know. <laughs> if you miss this week, don't miss next week. Like because Tucson won't contain us. Because Lil Dill is going to be Big Dill, and he's going to be in the room <laughs> with me, not on a Zoom call. Uh, and then we're going to live up to the name of this podcast. We're going to make a lot of stuff. Coffee, content. Jokes. Jokes that nobody will laugh at but us. And yes. uh, and we're going to stretch a podcast out for six more minutes, even though we didn't have to. All right, we're going to get out of here. Peace. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of The Make Podcast, where we're moving from Sunday takers to everyday makers. To learn more, head over to pantano.church slash the make. We can't wait to see you again next week.